Hello and welcome back to The Wellness Breakdown with me, Eve Kalinick. And me, Rose Ferguson. This is the podcast where we both test out the latest health and wellness fads and see if they actually work. From hyperbaric chambers to medicinal mushrooms, CBD to the carnival diet, we've tested out quite a lot of trends for you. And now we're into our fourth season. And we've got a great lineup of new excited challenges on this series, some sent in by you guys, so thanks for that. And we'll be exploring what grounding means, how a water fast might help your body, and what a liver flush actually does. That doesn't sound particularly nice, does it? (laughs) Thank you to all of you who have subscribed. I always listen to a podcast on recommendations. So please, if you're enjoying this, please tell your friends and family. You can also email us with any suggestions on what you'd like us to try out at info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk or just message us on our Instagram page at thewellnessbreakdown or on our own pages. As an exciting bit of news, we are now video podcasting. So click on the link to our YouTube channel in the show notes and please subscribe as it really does help us. We're very happy that Ancient and Brave is back as our season sponsor. They have an incredible range of collagen supplements, MCT oil and nootropic blends. As well as nourishing your skin, hair and nails, collagen has been associated with whole body health benefits, which may include supporting joints and muscles to gut health. Eve and I are both fans of supplementing collagen, but not all collagen is created equal. Ancient and Braves is beautifully pure, highly absorbable and clinically researched. Also, very easy to take as part of your everyday ritual, as it's also odourless and tasteless. Perfect added to your morning coffee or daily cacao. Consistency is key when taking supplements and to get you started, Ancient and Brave is offering 20% off your first three orders when you subscribe with the code wellness20. Ancient and Brave are passionate about sustainability. They are a B Corp and a member of the powerful global initiative 1% for the planet. So 1% of all sales goes towards environmental causes that protect the planet. So buying their products means you are also supporting the planet too. Thanks for joining us here on the Wellness Breakdown. It's great to be back. And before we get into the first episode of Series 4, we just want to remind you that we're both audio and video podcasting now. Yes, if you'd like to see the podcast, we now have a YouTube channel, so just click on the link in the show notes. Yes, so sticking with tradition that it seems to be, I'm doing the first challenge of the series and I am, I I say I'm dying to hear (laughs) what you have for me, But I'm also a bit like, yeah, a little bit nervous. (laughs) Well, put it this way, it's not going to be as bad as the carnivore diet, which I think we kicked off with last season, if I remember rightly, which was, I mean, to be fair, that was a bit cruel. (laughs) This one is a lot less uh, meaty than that one. Okay. So I am actually going to set you a water fast challenge. Okay. Because with the, I guess heightened interest because there's so much being talked about in terms of like fasting now yeah. right and intermittent fasting I know it's something that you in fact actually that's what you're doing master's dissertation on yeah. isn't it? it's fasting and I just thought well look you know if there's anybody that's going to push this to the extreme it's going to be Rose Ferguson and so <laughs> that's why that's why I thought let's explore water fasting okay and basically this is the type of fast where you literally can't conceive anything other than 
water so not even like herbal teas or anything like that no herbal tea oh my gosh that's harsh well yeah because as you know herbal teas actually i know people think they're a bit like oh you know meh. but actually herbal teas can like they're quite potent yeah. so and like things like green tea obviously start to stimulate the liver and all of this so actually no none of that it's just literally plain h2o <sighs> and it's the type of fast where, yeah, it lasts between 24 to 72 hours. <laughs> I can see like, Rose is now like not finding this at all appealing. 72 hours. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry, I'm not going to make you do it for 72 hours. <laughs> but there, there are a few reasons why people might do these more extreme fasts, like religious reasons or like prepping for medical procedures. Yeah. And those, those are very different motivations, I guess. But in the realms of health benefits, it's most commonly used for weight loss and inverted commas detoxing. And actually, none of that's really been sort of substantiated with any proper science i mean there's been a small amount of studies linking its potential to supporting things like autophagy like cellular renewal and that type of thing sort of managing inflammation and potentially improving blood sugar management but the data is like really low however since we're here to kind of like push things to the extreme and like for the benefit of you guys listening this is why rose is taking this one on (laughs) She's laughing, but I'm not sure if she's finding it funny yet. So I know you use these, like you do use various fasts in your practice quite often. I do. But I don't believe you've attempted a full-on water one. No, I mean, water fasting, the concern I have around water fasting is that you, I think water fasting gets used in the wrong way often. And water fasting is a very, very fast way of getting toxins out of your tissue and they go into your bloodstream and you can feel awful you know and yeah I think it's very it's quite aggressive and apart from anything the idea of just drinking water for 24 hours yeah it just bores me before I even started and I just think it's it feels like I'm going to have to just ruin and bear it which is not something that I think is a good way to feel around an intervention it feels very restricted yeah which it is I mean I couldn't even manage properly well I did do it in the end that juice fast I mean I definitely would find this a bridge too far or maybe it is a bit too far for you but anyways jaunt the rules yes I want to know how long that's all I'll care about I'm like where between 24 and 72 hours no I'm only going to give it to you for 24 hours because that is actually then really cruel so you can only consume plain water so like I said no herbal teas or any other liquids Mm. and you must try and drink like two to three liters of water during the 24 hours because like you said like the side effects of it I mean, you're obviously like in the peak of physical health, obviously. Rose, apart from the Sunday night where you went out and had cocktails. But anyway, so bad. maybe leave it a couple of days to kind of like <laughs> get the alcohol out of your system. Yeah. But yeah, lots of water. And then post fast, I mean, you probably know a lot more about this actually than I do, because like I said, you're more, you know, you do these more regularly, but breaking it with something like a smoothie or like a soup or something like that. Um yeah. and like in that following 24 hours, like obviously much smaller meals that are easy to digest and then start to gradually increase to normal portions. So those are the rules. How do you feel? I don't know. My stomach is actually grumbling. It's like a physical response. <laughs> it's actually grumbling. Is it? Yeah. 
It's like that. Oh, oh, so fast. I'm relieved it's 24 hours. So can I just check? So I could do dinner at six o'clock on, say, whatever day it is, on, say, Tuesday, and then water fast till six o'clock on Wednesday so I can eat Wednesday night. Yeah. So I can have my soup. I I will do a soup probably. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think a soup's always a good thing, something that's liquidy so that it's easier on the gut and full of nutrition. Okay. That makes me feel better. I think if I had to go through the night again, then I would find that very difficult. I know what you mean. Psychologically, yeah. yeah. I'd find that really hard. Okay. I do, do you know, the herbal tea thing has really thrown me. Really? Yeah, because I suppose it's just, I think for me, a lot of it is making food, thinking about it. And it's also taste, isn't it? I know that when people fast, I miss chewing. Mm. When you juice fast even, I miss just the act of chewing. Anyway, I suppose it's very clear. The rules are very clear. They're not complicated. Just drink water for 24 hours, Fergus, and you'll be fine. Thanks for this one, Eve. Water fasting does not fill me with joy particularly. I'm not really sure how I feel about water fasting. I think it's a bit harsh myself. Anyway, I'm going to start after dinner tonight. I'm going to water fast all day tomorrow. I'm a little bit upset about the herbal tea situation. I thought I would be allowed those. I've got kind of a normal day tomorrow, but I'm not going to train. I just thought, actually, I won't overdo it because I'll just end up really hungry by the end of the day is what I'm anticipating. I do love water. I love it. But I don't know. I don't even think I'm allowed to put lemon and mint in it or anything exciting. But I'm not allowed herbal tea. I'm not going to be allowed to have lemon or mint or anything that might make it more exciting. It's just, I just think it's a bit boring, as I keep saying. I've said it a million times. It is really good for you, water. I know it's really good for you. I know. I tell people to drink more water all the time. I guess it just makes you feel hungrier, water, in a way, because you just... Well, I don't know. I'm just being miserable. I'm just being pathetic. Okay, so I'm just making some food for the kids and I'm pretty hungry now. (laughs) Um, Anyway, do you know what? It's not long to eat. It's not long till I get to eat, so it's not the end of the world, but I am feeling quite hungry this afternoon, I have to say. So this is just something for when they get in. And I don't know why I'm doing it because they are old enough by far to do it themselves. Anyway, and then I'm going to start cooking some dinner in a bit and that is fine because that's for me too. Well, I just had my, I had some soup and it was really nice. And actually, I do feel good for doing it, I must say. And it was not nearly as hard as I thought. Um, so I think doing 24 hours, which is what I think is very doable and, and useful. I feel quite uh, engaged with taking care of myself and all those nice things when you sort of feel like you've done something nice for yourself. So, Rose, I know, look, you said before we started this and in the diary entries that you really weren't looking forward to this challenge. But how how was it really for you? It was fine. Uh, it was just a bit boring. I thought, you know, yeah. I, I tell you what actually is interesting, which is different to when you do a juice fast, even if it's mostly cucumber and celery, is that I definitely felt hunger. Like, really, I was really conscious of my Were hunger. My, and it, yeah. And I think you also feel a wash. You know, because you're just drinking water. Mm. The boredom factor for me kicks in. I'm terrible. I'm like, mm, you know. And I found it really difficult when you're making food for other people. Because Oh, yeah, that's horrible. And my timing of it was perfect because the kids were 
on half term. Oh, uh, okay. So I, and then I had a, a very wholesome soup in the evening. I kept it very simple. Yeah. It was just vegetables. I put in lots of greens and it tasted, it's funny because when you do do these sort of things, everything tastes incredible. Oh, really? So you felt like your, your taste buds were like even yeah. hot? Was it, or was it just like you were so hungry that like literally anything could have tasted good at that point? No. Or do you think it was actually, it heightened your... I think it did heighten my taste yeah. buds because, okay. yeah. And also, I mean, there are lots of actually good things about it. One, it makes you very mm-hmm. mindful about what you're eating two you do feel lighter three you don't have to think about food so even though I was around food because the kids were on half term you know I had lots of time in the day and I felt very energetic Mm -hmm. the hunger bit was just at the you know in the afternoon that rebound you know so we talk about rebound a lot in functional medicine which is when you restrict Mm. then you rebound I get quite a strong rebound feeling where I'm just like my body's like feed me yeah that's the bit where you have to be a bit wary I think rather than just going, oh, sod it, now I can eat, so I'm going to have cheese and whatever. So I was quite careful around that time. I had my soup. I went to bed. I still felt a bit empty-ish, but I felt fine. And in the morning, I felt really good. Okay. I felt lighter. I woke up really clear-headed. But actually, that is a really important part, that evening part, I think, because I think that's where people will possibly go a bit wrong, you know, and they might just suddenly just be like, oh, sod it, I'm starving and overfeed. And actually, because it's not that easy to keep a lid on it. Right. Did you have any like classic detox reactions, like headaches or nausea? No, not really. I'd say I was a bit grumpy. I was definitely a bit hangry at some point. But no, I didn't. I don't know. If you would get that in one day, do you think you would in 24 hours? Maybe. Oh, see, I well, don't drink coffee. Coffee's the big one when people are fasting. Maybe. And I don't drink coffee, so I wouldn't get the coffee. And I'm not massive sugar. You know, I like I like sweets and stuff now and then, but that's not a main part of my... So, because in my mm. experience with clients, sugar and coffee are the ones that give you the hideous mm-hmm. headache. Yeah. But it was definitely more cha- much, much more challenging than doing a juice fast. Yeah. It's a bit like even juice cleanses to a point or juice fasting it it really depends on the person and how they come into this as Mm. like pre-fast so for instance with you like I mean you eat well don't drink much you don't have sugar in your diet you don't have caffeine so like for instance your natural detoxification systems are pretty good aren't they I mean I'd probably say they're exceptional so I think it's a lot about how you would come into any fast because some people really struggle even with like a juice fast for various reasons so I think that's the kind of key differentiating point really your body was already very well prepped to detox well as it were versus somebody else I think people should be very cautious if they're not and if they do want to do a water fast I would say that they have to prep for it so it's more than just the day it's more than just 24 hours Mm-hmm. And then I, I suppose my thing that I'm really concerned about and that you and I talk about a lot is a binge purge cycle. So I'm very, I always am concerned when talking about fasting that people don't mm. start using it as a tool to for weight loss, for weight loss or yeah. even if they've been out on a bender and then they think, oh, I know I'll do that because your poor mm-hmm. body, it, that's not how, that's not what it's meant for. Yeah. I'm quite curious now about maybe longer one. Okay. My question to you is why would you do it? Right. If I was going to do a longer one, I would get in the zone. Yeah. I would build a plan what around. What do you mean you weren't in the zone, Rose? I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> no, I mean that I was doing my normal day. <laughs> if I'm going to do it for longer, if you give me a three-day one, I want a yoga guru. I want a masseuse. Yeah. I want sunshine and I a want beach. to be on a Caribbean island. Exactly. Because yeah. it is quite extreme. It feels quite extreme. 
you're aware that you're doing something that's pushing your body, I think. So I do think you have to be careful around it. But if you're going to do it for longer, then I would definitely do it as part of a very mindful journey so that you, you yeah. really are, you're supporting yourself through doing it rather than just trying to carry on with your normal life and just restricting food, which is what it would feel mm. like, I think, if you did it for longer. Would you, now having done it, and you mm. hadn't previously, but would you ever recommend this to any clients, potentially? Do you know what? I think I'm going to, I think I would try it a few more times before I did. Okay. I just see so many people who are on a binge purge cycle. And mm. so it makes me nervous, the idea of withdrawing food completely. Yeah. But, but, but I, did feel, I did feel good the day after, so it's worth investigating for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think if we were to build it into our clinical practice, there definitely need to be some serious hand-holding throughout that 24 hours because yeah. you don't really know how somebody's going to react. And obviously, we're trained in this, so we can kind of be more in tune with certain physical sensations but for some people yeah. that might be like so alien so I think there'd definitely be that element of like monitoring for sure but I should probably do it as well just to kind of like see oh, please can we have you do it <laughs> yeah can you imagine the abuse no there'll be fury and rage from Eve Kalina because she's withholding food for a whole 20 <laughs> but do you know what it is it's like actually so for instance with the juice fast because you're consuming something like sometimes for some people just consuming anything starts to trigger more of that hunger versus not having anything at all do you know what I mean and so I wonder actually if it's actually harder to do a three-day juice fast versus a one-day water fast because of that whole thing like psychologically I totally agree with you like beforehand where your strategy was like I'll have like dinner and then fast until I could probably do that it's true actually but also when you do do a juice fast you are getting some sugar and some calories even if it is just veg you're still getting something yeah and so if you're looking at blood sugar levels at least even with a water fast they're consistent yeah it would be quite good for somebody who is just looking to support their liver. So if we're working on a liver somewhere down the line of a liver supporting protocol strategy, mm-hmm. it might be a good thing to gently introduce some sorts of fasting to help the liver let go a little bit and just support okay. it and lighten the load. I also think it might be good for the gut. Sometimes, you know, there's quite a lot of evidence mm-hmm. that it's good for the microbes to give them a rest. Um, you yeah. don't necessarily need to water fast. That's the thing is to do, to achieve that, you can just use liquids so people can still have mm-hmm. their soups all day it just helps the gut to not have to digest food all day long but I think I definitely think people should be cautious if you are thinking about doing a water fast I think 24 hours if you go into it correctly and come out of it correctly you know but if you're concerned talk to some healthcare professional but I think doing it for longer I definitely think 72 hours you should be under supervision I mean it's it's why I'm saying this is why we're here on the podcast is to trial these things I don't know if I would even on a 24 hour feel comfortable just getting somebody to do that because I don't know. I guess it depends on the person as well, Rose, doesn't it? Because yeah. like even with gut symptoms, if somebody's got a lot of inflammation, actually it could make it worse initially. Yeah. I mean, there's homework for sure after this. I think both of us agree on that. And like, actually, there's a lot to be read around it. Maybe a three-day one in the next season wouldn't be a bad thing to do. I'm not doing that, Rose. I'm just saying that right I'm now. Not. I've just done one day. I've... Maybe we can get our producer to do it. <laughs> Yeah, Lisa's going to be really thrilled with that. Yeah. But well done on doing it. I mean, honestly, it is quite a task, I think. And like you said, it's a lot of it's 
more the psychological aspect. So, oh, and also I should do a little side note that if anybody is thinking about doing it, I had a terrible cold, which I know poor Eva's got now. Yeah. So when I was supposed to do it, I was not well, and it was not the time to do it. So I had to wait a week till my cold had gone. Yeah. Before I felt like I was in a good space to do it, because when your body is under stress, adding more stress by water fasting is not going to help. So you know, no. so really use common sense and just go, yeah. Actually, I'm really stressed today. Work's really busy. Whatever it is, I'm, it's not the right time to do it yes no that's important definitely anyways before we give any hints to next week's challenge we've had a few emails from you guys since our last season uh this one is from laurie so let me read this hello i love your podcast i wanted to ask what online program you did for the weight training that was Mm. the one that you did rose there are so many out there it's confusing to pick many thanks okay so I'm just going to say that I did send Rose quite a generic weight training program. Yeah, it's from Muscle and Strength. Yeah, those can be really useful. But in all honesty, like, it's not like you had no experience whatsoever in PTing. So I think actually, if you're new to this stuff, it's really worth investing in just a couple of sessions with with a PT who can give you the correct form. Because honestly, if you start doing things with weights and you actually have poor form, you can actually cause yourself an injury. So I genuinely think... Like, it's not going to be, like, super, super expensive, but just getting a few sessions in with a trainer initially will really, really help you. But there are some there are some fantastic programs out there then that are available online. And I know that that one really worked for you, Rose, didn't it? So Yeah. Okay, so I also had an email from Martin. Okay, yes, this one was reacting to our 12 Days of Sprouts episode. <laughs> I'm listening to your fabulous podcast while trimming my sprouts. I don't like them. Hilarious. For the the very reason you're talking about, the gas. But so interesting that you say our bodies will eventually get used to digesting them if we actually keep eating them. Though still not sure I like them enough to do that, Martin. (laughs) Well, I mean... I don't think anybody likes sprouts as much as Rose Ferguson does. And, um, but then there are some like more palatable ways to eating them, like not boiling them within an inch of their life. But yeah, it is true. Like this is why sometimes when you get into too restrictive a diet, which often we see in our practice, don't we, Rose, is that actually, for instance, gluten is quite a common one that we see and like people exclude, you know, gluten from their diet. And then whenever they eat gluten, they start getting in their, it's kind of a misassociation then of saying, oh, okay, well, I'm now intolerant to gluten when actually what's happened is that you just, you need to start re-educating your microbes to start yeah. digesting some of those types of fibre again. So it's basically about just getting the microbes used to the fibre that's in the sprouts and just doing that gradually. And also, you know, these are particularly potent in terms of their kind of prebiotic effect. So they are going to be more, say, gas producing than other types of fiber so you just you have got to caveat that in and not be like eating a whole again unless you're rose ferguson a whole bag of sprouts so it's about quantity as well you know yeah that's true i did listen to i was i mean i don't ever listen to gardens question time but i was in my car and i was just well anyway but there was a woman on there who loved sprouts more than i did she was very good she was talking about how to grow them and i thought oh i wonder if i should stop growing sprouts and i thought oh please (laughs) just get over it rose honestly (laughs) that would be brilliant i know oh we've got one more here from karen who says hi rose and eve my friend told me about your podcast and i'm still Mm. catching up on the last few episodes 
It's great to hear people talk with such knowledge on a subject, but also enjoy themselves. The guests you on you have on to are great, Karen. Oh, oh I don't know. I'm really bad at taking compliments anyway, but um, we're really pleased that you're in, enjoying the podcast. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. We don't take ourselves too seriously, do we, Rose? So, you know. We have quite a good time. Yeah. And like, you know, the whole thing around nutrition and well-being and some of that stuff is like you know you have got to sort of take it with a pinch of salt and that's what we're here to do really it's so great to get your messages so please keep emailing them to us at info at the wellnessbreakdown.co.uk or on our instagram pages i'm up next then what have you got lined up rose you're really not going to like it i tell you you're really not i'm really sorry but it's going to be very enlightening to our listeners and you're doing it for the greater good okay i'll have that in mind when you set the challenge rose (laughs) if you'd like to see the podcast we now have a youtube channel so just click on the link in the show notes thanks to everyone for listening if you haven't subscribed please do and have a great week everyone bye